Welcome to episode 28 of our Love Made Easy podcast, where we'll talk about what's really going on when you don't feel lovable. Hi, we're Susie and Otto Collins from SusieandOtto.com, and welcome to the Love Made Easy podcast, where we believe no one should have to struggle to have the love they want. Love is unlimited, and it's already inside you, waiting to be released and fully expressed. We believe nothing is more important than love. And in this podcast and all the podcast episodes we released, we're all about helping you open to having all the love you could ever want and helping you let go of any limitations that keep you from experiencing love as fully, deeply, and completely as possible. And now, here's today's episode of Love Made Easy. So, Otto, this really, this topic comes from somebody who contacted us with a question that she'd had uh, several relationships that hadn't worked out. And the bottom line was she just didn't feel lovable. You know, that's really, uh, in, in my judgment, that's a... A terrible place to be in when you're not feeling lovable. I mean, there's so many parts to this to unpack, but when you're not feeling lovable, the the, the two biggest parts to this is are you do you think that you're not lovable? Or is it just in a given moment? or in a given relationship, or in a certain relationship, or in a certain situation where you feel like you're not being loved. So those are two different aspects of this, but the whole idea, the whole question of, am I lovable? Wow, what a question. Right, and I I like what you're saying, Otto. It can be in a moment with someone that, does something or says something and you just don't feel lovable inside yourself well it's probably my fault that you know blah 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 you're blaming yourself or or well I'm just not lovable or it can be a practiced uh, thought that you have practiced a lot of time and uh, in your life and it can be a reoccurring thought that you've really made into something that although you don't want to live by it uh, you do live by that that I'm I'm not lovable what I'm hearing you say is that for somebody that thinks either you know for a short period of time or period, they think I'm not lovable. One of the things that's going on is they have made whether they are lovable conditional. Mm -hmm. Can you talk more about that? Well, I'm lovable if. If I have a partner who shows love to me. I'm lovable if I make a certain amount of money. Mm. I'm lovable if I can lose that last 10 pounds. Or if I'm a good parent. 
so much of the time we place conditions on the question am i lovable and you know i I think we're probably the only species that ever that ever poses this question i mean can you see like the little the little you know or maybe the big turtle you know slowly ambling along i I mean i'm having trouble imagining like the 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 turtle going throughout its day i'm not lovable I'm just I'm having trouble with it, yeah. you know? <laughs> yeah. And and yet we humans, sometimes the power of thought that sort of runs our life, it goes sideways and we believe the thinking that we have that says, I'm not lovable. Which, by the way, is total nonsense. We're looking outside ourselves for validation Is is really what's going on here you know we say what's really going on well what's going on is that we're looking outside ourselves for validation of um, us being lovable and that's really not true at all i'm going to add to what you just said which is Yes, I agree that in many times, many cases, many situations, we're looking outside of ourselves for the answer to the question, am I lovable? But even if we're looking inside ourselves, if even if we're looking inside us for validation as to whether or not we're lovable, we're still looking the wrong place. Right, because you can have a a criteria like we just talked about, about, well, I'm lovable if this thing happens, or if I'm this kind of person, or if I'm, if, if people outside me show love in this way, that means that I'm lovable. I love that, you know, we've been teaching for many, many years, this means that. And I think it really um, is what's going on here. Can you explain for those who may be new to our work what this means that means? What, what is that three little word sentence? What does that concept mean? Well, in this case, this would be I'm lovable if or this I'm lovable. This means that I'm lovable. I I can uh, turn that around and say this would be, uh, well, we'll just use an example. I have a partner who is kind. So the fact that you have a partner who's mm-hmm. kind, this me- or kind to you, mm-hmm. right? that means, or this means, mm-hmm. or that means. That I'm lovable. I'm lovable. Or you could do the opposite, you know. Um I've had a string of bad relationships, so that means that I'm not lovable. <laughs> okay. You know, and you're, and you're laughing, but really... But people, that's what we do. Yeah, yeah. And, and it doesn't have to be those exact words, but that's really what's going on. It's a conditional, just like you were talking about before. It's conditional. I'm lovable if this is going on. I'm not lovable if that's going on. 
So this means that. So just for a moment, so in our conversation here, do you think it's true that we come from the factory? That's what I like to call it. We come from the factory, lovable. Oh, yeah. I mean, look how people ooh and ah over babies and get so excited when a baby smiles at them or uh, does something really cute, you know, and, and it's babies are generally lovable now, you know. Well, this is, this is really good. This is really good (laughs) what you're talking about because there's so much depth here to explore. Keep going. Well, you know, and, and a mom who's been up all night with a crying baby would probably say, not so much. (laughs) But most of the time, there is that factor of, yeah, you know, um, babies are lovable. And, and lovable is really what the other person (laughs) or or what is put upon you, and you don't really have to take anything that anybody um, is throwing your way or whatever, saying that you're not lovable. You don't even have to believe that. And yet, that's what ends up happening a lot of the time, is we look at you know what are people saying how are they responding to us oh they don't love me they don't like me oh i'd better um you know i i i'd better treat them differently oh i'd better cook them different meals oh i'd better be better in the bedroom i mean whatever the better is in order to any time you're in the land of in order to to get something. To get something. Mm-hmm. You know you are headed down a bad road because you are trying to... Well, number one, anytime that's happening is you believe that that being lovable or being loved is conditional. Mm-hmm. And if I don't do this, if I'm not showing up in this way, then I'm not going to be loved and then a, a, a whole deeper thing is, I'm not lovable. Right. And and you're still looking outside yourself for that validation. So if you're in that land of thinking, I'm not lovable, what do you think the first place to start is? I think the first place to start is to... Just stop. If somebody were to say to me, Otto, I don't think I'm lovable. I would invite them just to stop in their thinking. Stop in their mental gyrations. And then I I think that I would begin to ask them a question. And I would ask them the question, how did you learn to think that? And how did you, you know, what happened that that made you start believing that? In other words, we don't come from the factory believing that we're not lovable. This is something Mm -hmm. that we have 
either consciously or unconsciously decided. Now, listen to what I just said. When you think, even for just a split second, I'm not lovable, that is a belief that you have that stems from a thought that you had that you made real and called true. So anytime you have a thought that you believe that you make true and you turn it into a belief, it's time to examine it. And for me, it's a choice. That That's what I'm talking about with the examining of a thought and so forth is once you have something that you are willing to take a look at so once you're willing and that's an important piece of unraveling this whole question of whether whether I'm lovable or not whether you're lovable or not is being willing to take a look at this whole question and being able to being willing to take a look at it and see oh how did I start thinking this way? Mm-hmm. Why did I start thinking this way? And is this really true? Is any part of this mm-hmm. true? And, you know, you're you're very likely to have like a flinch reaction that would say, well, shoot, yes, I, I you know, this is true. And then you start piling on the evidence to support what you're thinking and believing in the moment when you just as easily could start piling on the evidence to support a thought and a belief that you are lovable. You just got to, I mean, it's just a matter of looking for it. And you can find the evidence to support <laughs> anything if you look for it. That's what I've found in my life. Well, and I think this is a little known secret that a lot of people don't know that when they're piling on the thoughts, like you say, of I'm not lovable or I can't afford to do this or I'm I can never do that or whatever and then that evidence your that evidence is drawn to you so you see that because that's what you've been practicing over and over over and over now you know you may say well all this is voodoo or whatever but it's not we have seen it in our own lives and in the lives of so many other people that when they see the possibility of something different, then they'll look in a different direction. And it's not that you change your thoughts. Mm -hmm. That's not what we're saying. We're saying that you don't have to practice the thought over and over the limiting thought. And you know, those limiting thoughts are so sneaky because they come in and we believe them because, (laughs) because we're, I don't know, I don't know what the deal is, but we do believe limiting thoughts a lot of times. And that's where the choice comes in. That's where I've practiced and seen where the choice comes in Mm -hmm. of, oh, I don't have to practice that thought that uh, he or she doesn't like me anymore or 
uh, oh, I feel distant from that person. Now, you can feel what you feel, but you don't have to keep regurgitating that thought over and over. Something really important that that what you just said triggered within me to, that I, I think is really important in this conversation is so what if somebody doesn't love you anymore? So what if somebody doesn't want to spend time with you anymore? What, so what if somebody is critical of you? Because those things that I just described that is a completely separate question and a completely separate act from the question, am I lovable? People don't see that. And that's huge because, again, what we're talking about is if you have this whole question of am I lovable, then and you have some sort of criteria for measuring that, which, by the way, any criteria you have for measuring whether or not you're lovable or not is just something that you made up. <laughs> well, I'll give you an example. Yeah. The other day I was um, trimming, you know, some uh, dead flowers off out of our front yard and, and putting them in the, the waste bucket um, The you know, I was going to put out for the the company you know the the rolls their truck around and picks all this up and I ran out because I saw the truck and I ran out and and gave it to the guy who jumped off his truck to put it put it in yeah and he said and you know I can't even remember what he said but he had a smile on his face and he said thank you so much you have a good day or something like that I don't know and I thought, oh, yeah, yeah, that was lovely. And I said the same thing back to him. That's love. And, you know, didn't have anything to do with me being lovable or whatever. But it was just being kind, him being kind and me being kind. And I think that's where it starts. You know, um, you can turn around. If you've got this idea you're not lovable, spread some love. And the whole thing starts with yourself. Mm-hmm. If you're not feeling lovable, start there. Yes. I mean, that's a really, really good place to start. And when you start to judge yourself unfairly, you start to criticize yourself unfairly. I mean, I'm a champion at this. And I'm really learning. I mean, uh, I may be dead by the time I figure all of this completely out, but... You know, I, I'm really starting to see more and more how sometimes, even as enlightened as I think I am, Yeehaw. you know, <laughs> I am seeing more and more of the time how way too often I'm leading with the negative mm-hmm. and then going, oh, you know, and it doesn't have to be that you way. You don't have to do that. And it all comes from being willing to question the your thinking about the question, am I lovable? Once you start to question this idea of am I lovable and you separate it out from any kind of conditional questioning, 
I'm lovable if, and especially I'm lovable if they. Mm-hmm. Once you get past looking at those kind of things, then you can start to see, oh, I, I'm lovable you know, the way our creator made me. I come this way from, as I like to call it, the factory. I am lovable, which kind of reminds me of one of my favorite lines in any book. It's a line from the book, The Way of Mastery, where Jeshua, known as Jesus, talks about, there's a line in there where he's talking about us and he's asking us to invite this way of seeing it into our lives and the line is for us to see i am lovable i am loved i am lovable always i may have that slightly wrong i think it's i am loved i am loving and i am lovable forever and when you really get that i am lovable forever as I like to say, forever, that's a really long time. And it all starts with one moment. One moment and just seeing, oh, maybe I am lovable in this moment. And maybe, maybe, just maybe, I'm lovable forever. And not just lovable forever, but lovable always. Thanks for listening to the Love Made Easy podcast. If you have a question for us or you'd like to have a private conversation with one of us about how you can have more love in your life or how you can remove the blocks to creating more of anything you want in your life, just visit our website at suzyandotto.com and click on the link at the bottom of the website that says contact and then fill out the contact form there and let us know what question you have or that you'd like to have a no-charge conversation. On our website, we have a ton of free resources for you to explore. You'll find hundreds of free articles, videos, podcasts, and if you want to go deeper in our work, we have books, programs, courses, and you can also work with us one-on-one. It's all described on our website at suzyandotto.com. Again, thanks for listening to the Love Made Easy podcast. If you liked what you heard here, please recommend us to your friends, family, and coworkers. And we would totally love it if you'd leave a review, especially on Apple or iTunes, because your feedback and review is what will help others know that it's not only a good podcast and you've enjoyed it, but also it helps us be found in these podcast directories like Apple and iTunes. Thanks again for listening. Blessings and love to you. Susie and I look forward to talking with you again soon. Take care.